Yes, here we are. And uh, we are here today to chat a little bit more about your journey, Kim. And um, I think as one of our local um, businesswomen, you've come such a far way. Um, but I'm really keen um, to specifically focus in a little bit more on your story um, as to how you moved from one sector to the next successfully, um, applying what you know in business. So perhaps we can just start off with hearing a little bit more about who is Kim Williams and what is it that you do from day to day as an interior creative? Thanks, Nadia. I appreciate the opportunity. I think from an interior creative perspective, it's taken a long time to get here. I focus very specifically in assisting developers and architects as well as residential clients in creating spaces that are functional and beautiful. Um, and it, it is really, you know, you've asked me a couple of things here, one about the journey, one about what I do. So I'm very, one of those very fortunate people to be able to say that I wake up every day and I love what I do. Um, the, the key things about uh, what our business does is it's a process of trying to understand what people need from a specific space. So whether it's a commercial development, a workspace, or a residential home, it's how that home needs to function and how it should feel. Do you want me to elaborate a bit more on the elements of the journey? Yes, I think um, that previously you um, owned a different business and uh, was able to, as you say, reconnect um, with your passion and move into a new sector. How was that for you? Sure, a business it's a long story. Um, I was reflecting on, on just before you called as to you know the, the you know how I got where I got, and the moving of the sector I realised wasn't actually the fundamental journey. It you know the skills that I developed over a period of time. Um, have come from, I think, a few significant things in my life. I think one is I've had a series of physical challenges that have shaped my thinking. One, I was born with a club foot when I, and that shaped my formative years. And secondly, I think having fallen ill in my early 40s also forced me to re-evaluate what I was getting out of my business. Mm. The second aspect is that when we face with these challenges, um, whether in business, whether in life, it's about how you know what you choose to do with it. And I think as entrepreneurs, most of the successful entrepreneurs I know find opportunities in these struggles. And I think that is is critical to becoming successful in any business. And then it's about, I think, really consciously developing skill, not just about how do I run a business, mm. but what are the opportunities and what do I do? So to move to another sector for me was really about changing what I was getting out of my day-to-day life. And as an entrepreneur, looking for an opportunity that would give me those, give me that. And that's how I got to where I did. And it's been a process. It hasn't just happened. It's been about over a period of the last, I would say four and a half years, and only really in the last two years have we seen um, real traction in the business environment. So the skill base 
of any good business person can be transitioned into any industry, but you have to be prepared to understand that you're starting again in a new space um, and who you surround yourself with and, uh, you know, how you find those opportunities is going to allow you to run quicker or take a slightly longer, depending on the way that you, you've planned out your journey and, of course, the resources at your disposal. Absolutely. And I love that you are just putting it out there. And I think that's one of the very big misperceptions around business. And that is that you should, it should be successful um, in a matter of a year or two, where it's an actual fact a four to five year journey to really achieve a good, consistent, sustainable business success and to actually get um, everything just onto a different level. I agree with you, um, and it takes time, and it's, it's something you invest in every day. It's about that continuous process of reinventing yourself on a daily basis, getting up to look, relook, what did we do differently? How do you reshape it? How do we move it quicker? What are our clients asking for? How do we move it through? So it, it's not, as you say, it doesn't happen immediately. It's a constant reinvention. Absolutely. Kim, do you want to tell us a little bit more of some of the projects that you're working on currently and how you're applying your, your talents and your skill? I know that there are specific areas um, that you focus on in terms of bringing together the purpose of the building or the client's style or personality into functionality, but also joining that with a bit of um, your classic style to ensure that it's actually also sustainable sustainable spaces that they can use? Yes, it's true. Um, I have worked, we've worked very hard to create the pipeline that we have and it's been, we've been very fortunate, I think, in the economy that we are finding ourselves in to have the projects we have. So we've got, and we really have seen an amazing two months. We've um, secured three residential apartment buildings. We're busy with two at the moment, small you know, development um, in the Bloberg area and we are progressing really well with that. And as you say, it's been about applying our methodology to create a unique ID for each project and each building, but also for this particular client, it's been about creating their own brand with, this, with the projects that they are um, uh, busy with. Um, in particular, this particular client, 22 Cape Road Investments, has also been about their, um, their, their way in which they want to present themselves to the market and then to find an, a way in which to make, create a niche design that is going to attract the right buyers to the area um, as well as, as you say, uh, give it a unique uh, ID. So that is, that's the essence of our methodology. So those are the first sort of big commercial projects we're doing. Um, and then also now I'm busy with the renovation in Sunset Beach area and possibly a second one. We also there are taking an older house, working with an architect who has a vision for this particular home. And our job is now to come alongside the client and create a unique design ID for our client which is a process in itself, and it's very exciting. So whilst you bring, as you say, this my skill set to the, the process, 
at the end of it, what we try to do is make sure that the, the way in which, even if it's just a small room that we're doing, um, feels and presents or reflects the vision of the developer or the architect or the business and the personality of uh, what is happening in, I suppose, what is happening around somebody's life, for example, or what is what people are looking for in a home environment, which has evolved significantly uh, in the last 10 years. We also do smaller projects. We have just, we do two apartments that we are furnishing. Um, so it really ranges from what our clients are looking for. We don't turn away the very small jobs and only take on the big jobs because we go from every job that we get, but it's being about selective of how that um, particular piece of work can really help us build our portfolio and if we can also add value to what our clients are asking for. Absolutely. And it definitely sounds like your 21 years of valuable business skills and insights on human behavior are coming to good use to your customers. I just want to um, ask you a huge favor. If for all our listeners, aspiring entrepreneurs, and maybe some that may be thinking about shifting some of their business focus or moving into a new sector, would you mind sharing two or three of your top tips? Absolutely. I think the most important thing, and it's not just about, I think, for any entrepreneur, I think it's a life lesson, is to surround yourself with the right people, um, great advisors, people that know you, that you can trust, that you can bounce ideas off, that can say, look, give it a go, you know, maybe see what's around the corner, or you're just there, or hey, you're doing the same thing over and over again, it's time to relook it. And different kinds of advisors, financial advisors, people that are supporting you emotionally. And it's very important that who you're surrounding yourself with, it helps you create your day-to-day thinking patterns and skills because that formulates who we are. And it's it's a case in point that you, you know, that you raise the, the human behavior or aspect of my skill because it's something that. I think feeds absolutely everything that I do is how we are, what we think for, actually formulates mm-hmm. how we behave. So that's extremely important. And people that are feeding our minds also are contributing to the formulation of those thinking patterns. Absolutely. I think the second thing is to really understand why, to constantly ask yourself, why am I doing this? Is it adding value because you have limited time and limited resources? And, and everything you do makes a difference at the end of the day. And I think the third thing is get to, a, once you've made a decision, commit to your decision. It could be a good decision, it could be a bad decision, but you have to move forward. And when we move forward through something, things progress and things jump. And if you find that that decision has not particularly worked out in the way that you'd hoped, evaluate, understand, and grow from it. So I think those are probably my my top three things that I would say to anybody um, in business or as general life lessons that are, are very close to my heart. Absolutely. Kim, I think those are incredibly valuable and I agree. I think who we surround ourselves with definitely imprints on our lives and are there to learn from and also to be inspired by. So thanks so much for sharing your top tips um, to our listeners. If I may ask you, as we wrap up, if you would be as kind as to share your social media handles for our listeners to follow you. 
um, on Instagram as well as on Facebook. Yes, thanks, Nona. That'd be awesome. Um, it's for my Instagram um, handle is Kim underscore Williams underscore Design, and on Facebook, very simple, Kim Williams Design. Um, and I can also be emailed at info at kimwilliams.co.za. I was just going to ask And Beth. it's been wonderful <laughs> to chat to you, Nadia. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for your time. And yes, I look forward to see what amazing work is going to come up over the next few months. And hopefully we'll have you back on the show soon. Have a fantastic week. Thanks, oh, Kim. That'll be awesome. Thanks. And thanks to the listeners too, Nadia. Have a great afternoon. You too. Cheers.